0: So I've often wanted to either give a series or write a safer on the topic of what they don't teach rabbis in rabbi school. And one of the reasons that I, that I haven't done it is the book would be very big and the, the course would be very long. Uh, what are some of the things they don't teach rabbis in rabbi school? It's the same as they don't teach leaders in leadership school. Um, what don't they teach rabbis in rabbis? You'd be surprised. So look at the list of things that they don't teach rabbis in rabbi school. They don't teach rabbis how to construct a Drosha. They don't teach rabbis how to deliver a Drosha. They don't teach rabbis how to construct a shir. They don't teach rabbis how to deliver a shir. I'm right, I'm sure you're nodding your head. They don't teach rabbis how to pask in a shila, believe it or not. They don't teach rabbis how to, learn, how to teach Gomorrah in a way that is interesting and relevant. They don't teach rabbis when to intervene and give musr and when not to intervene and give musr and how to intervene and give musr and how not to. That's 10 things I've listed already that are crucial to being a rabbi and not one of the 10 are taught in most rabbi schools. Uh, and yet Rabbonim go and they get involved and they do things. And uh, Thankfully, these were things that I was taught by my father and by my rabbi, but these are not things that are taught. And the sugya today deals with one of these things, and Davlamad and deals with deals with one of those areas. Um, and And that is when do you intervene, and when don 't you intervene when, when with a community, a community does certain things in a certain way. How many Rabbonim have have caused untold machlokes and sometimes lost their position for not knowing these principles? When do you intervene when don 't you intervene? You see somebody doing something that isn 't correct when do you say something when do you stay when do you stay out of it? These are the principles of this of this piece of Gomorrah. Um, and as we look at it through the eyes of the Rishonim, it becomes really, really interesting. So the, um, the cases in this, this piece of, of, of the Gomorrah of, uh, V of Baitse deals with a whole lot of things that essentially allowed on Yomtev, but, but they're not Yom-tif-tik. They um, tik they, they, They're likely to, to damage your Yomtev, to destroy your Yomtiv. So you have to do them in different ways, and the, and the Gemara works out these, these boundaries. One of the things the Gomorrah says, Tan Rabbonen ve ve and you don't, you don't, if you don't clap your hands and you don't dance and you don't create rhythm. Um, V'ha'idna hachi but it's strange that today we see people do that. They do clap, they do dance, they do these things and the Rabbonim are standing by and nobody says anything. And then the Gemara says to Omar, rover Rov has said that a... a people shouldn't sit at the edge of a mabui, of a courtyard, which is a rishusa, set up as a Rishush HaYochid, and there's not a clear fence between the courtyard and the Rishush Rabim because you can come, something can roll roll away. A woman could be sitting at the courtyard doing something, and. And something rolls into Rosh Hashanah, and without thinking, she'll grab it, and then she's over in Yisrael, and yet we see people doing it, and we don't do it. We see cases where people are doing it, and we don't say anything. And this is a difficult principle. We've got to look at where it's applied and where it isn't. This is one of the, one of the first things that should be taught in, Rabbi, in Rabbi's school. It's on the list of the ten. And it's um, and it's not and it's not taught. When do you intervene? When when do you say, let people rather be shogi, let them do things out of ignorance than know the din and still continue doing it? Vahani mili says <laughs> the Gemara, but there are conditions. That's if it's only with a drabon, a law of the rabbis. Aval bidorais but if it's a law of the Torah that people are being over, you need to intervene but that's not even true and the fact is even if it's even if it's a law of the rabbis even if it's a law of the Torah we don't intervene because there's a requirement to add on to Yom Kippur to start keeping Yom Kippur before the, before the day actually starts and we see people eating until the last minute until sunset and we don't say anything and says Tosavus because the dinner. Of tosafis yom kippur is doraisa, how much tosafis the Rabbonin decide, but the fact that the, that tosafis yom kippurim is doraisa, so says it's not that they're over doraisa a, a, a proper doraisa that wouldn't that wouldn't be okay. Uh, because they weren't certainly eating until dark, then they would be doing a Doraisa. But they're involved in a Doraisa area of not adding on for Yom Kippur, but the Rabbonin are the ones who actually determined it, and therefore we, we don't intervene. So, so we see two, there seem to be two elements of, of non-intervention in the Gemara. The one is Doraisa D'Rabbonin, and we see in Torah, it's not so clear how you define Dorisa and Derebonen, but we'll define it in a moment. And the second is where the Gemara says, even in matters of Dereisa, we see there are cl- cases of where they ate and they drank right up to Midi, even though the Gemara says it's doraisa, And Tosis tries to explain it a little bit, but the fact is the Gemara says it's doraisa, and still there are cases where in we won't intervene, you won't tell somebody, you know, to do. when are those cases, when are those lines? I think to myself, what's more important for a rabbi to learn in rabbi school? This should be the first class. You, you as a rov, that's what you're going to have to be doing: informing people when they're doing something wrong, fixing something which isn't right in a community, and knowing those boundary lines. When do you? When don't you? That should be the very first thing that we learn. And it, and it's the same in regular leadership, by the way. It's not just rabbanon. When does a manager intervene? When do you criticize somebody? When do you tell them they're doing something wrong? When do you leave it alone and let them work it out themselves? Uh, these are these are issues that managers and leaders face every single day of their lives. But what are the principles? Have they ever been taught principles of when, when you intervene and when you don't intervene? What are the what are the guidelines? So the um, let's try and extrapolate the guidelines. The first is is the rosh uh, here on al sugir says what's important is It depends whether you estimate they'll accept it from you. And that's based on a Gomorrah in Yevomus, which is What could be more important to learn in rabbi school? Don't intervene when they're not going to hear you. Don't criticize people who can't hear the criticism. So again, another leadership principle, another management principle. Don't criticize and intervene when they're not going to be able to hear it. You've got to be able to hold back and say there's no point because the purpose of the criticism is so that they hear it and correct their ways. If that's not going to happen, why are you doing it? What's the point? We'll see later sometimes there is a point. So that's the one principle which the Roche brings up. The second principle is Doraisa reise and the Rosh says on that that that, that, that isn't so. Velohi lo doraita drabonan lo midi. Even in cases of d'oraita we do not They had to save it into the yom Kippur. He brings it on the Gemara, and then he brings the Bal itu. So the Bal HaItur is, is, is really important. It's 12th century. He's brought a lot by the the, the major halachists. Uh, he's from the French school from Provence. We don't know an awful lot about. Where he learned and who he learned, but he was in communication with Rabbeinu Tam, so he's at that time he wasn't part of the school of of Rashi's Baalei but he was one of the Baalei Tosfos and uh, and was involved with that school, was in, interacting with Rabbeinu Tam. The Balaitu says, midi about the machinan It depends whether you can open the chumash and show them what it says. If it's Befurish, it's not about Doraisa, the Rabbon. The way he understands Tosev drawing that line with Yom, Yom HaKippur in the Bala Itur follows that same approach as Tosev and says, even in Doraisas, what's important is, have the Rabbonin worked it out, or is it written in the Torah? If the Rabbonin have worked it out, even though it's a Doraisa, you don't intervene. If, if it's written in the Torah clearly, um, the, uh, if it's written in the Torah, clearly you can. So now we're getting on to another principle. What's the principle here? The principle here is if it's written in the Torah, it's not you. You're simply showing them the positive. This is what it says. It's not me. What what, what are we worried about with intervening? If somebody says, who are you to tell me what to do? And that's incredibly negative. So a, a rabbi intervenes or a leader intervenes and the response of the balabite of the person is, who are you to tell me what to do? That's destructive. So, it says, it says the Bala Itu. So, you've got to be careful. Only do it in a place you can say, it's not me. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just pointing out to you that that's what the Torah says. If it's in black and white, then you can bring it to the attention, because you're simply bringing it to the attention of a person. You're not imposing your understanding of, of, of it on the person. So, that's a very important principle of the Bala Itu. Um, and the, the, the Bira Gro uses that principle in saying, and, and he uses a run as well, That there are certain things which the run, the run holds, the things which aren't in the Torah are called derabonim. The they are not derabonim. The There's a difference which is a mitzvah derabonim, where the rabbis legislate the law, and the, a and the situation where the rabbonin explain a doraisa. says the Vilna Goan, based on the run, very often, including in our sugya. When the Gemara makes a difference between the and the Rabbonin, it doesn't mean Torah laws and rabbinic laws. It means laws that are explicit in the Torah and laws that are implied in the Torah but, but made explicit by the Rabbonin. If it's implied in the Torah and made explicit by the Rabbonin, says the Bala Itur, you don't intervene. You don't have authority to intervene. You don't have the influence to intervene. So, so back off. Then the Mordechai says an amazing thing. We've learned, that we learned about the Mordechai so many times. Such an important Rishun who's, who's neglected to a large extent because he's mm. difficult, because also there are misprints and different versions of the Mordechai. It's not easy, safer to learn, but it's become easier and easier with the academic work that's been done in organizing it. So the Mordechai, you remember, Talmud of the Mairami Rutenberg. The Marami Rutenberg is that link between the ballet Toisvis and the Poskim. So that that the Tur and the Shulchan that come later on, they're the pivoting point between the Baalei who are these analysts who reason through the Gemara, not like the Rambam who just says it as it is. The Baalei work it all out and show us how they work it all out. They give us methodology. And the, the Mara Mirutenberg is kind of the last of the Balei Tosevus, the beginning of the Poskim. The Rosh and the Mordechai are two of his major Talmidim. The Mordechai is a big important one because the Mordechai curates people that we don't have other access to. So the Mordechai curates the whole school of the Balei Tosves and brings it into Halacha in ways that nobody else does. The Rosh does a tiny little bit of it, but not very much. Um, most of that of the knowledge of how the Balei Tosves thought about Psak we get from the Mordechai. And the Mordechai says over here, he adds a new thing in which we don't see anywhere in the Gemara. If they're just making a mistake, you've got to try and make them straight. You've got to try and educate them. The role of it. So now this here, you have it in those words. The Mordechai puts his finger on the dilemma of the Rabbi. Again, this Mordechai should be second day in Rabbi school. What's the dilemma of a Rabbi? I need to educate, or do I need to? Intervene. When am I educating and when am I intervening? What constitutes education? Says the, so One is, it says so in the Torah, you're showing them the text. You're not imposing it on them, you're showing them the text. The other, the Mordechai says, is if they're open to it. But kivan shelo Hurgulume kach, what you've got to look at as a rabbi, is Is this something they saw at home with their parents and grandparents and grandparents, even if it's not 100% right? Then don't, don't get involved. Because they've seen it, they've raised that way. It's not as if they're Balechuva and they don't know the halacha. These are people who've been from for generations, and that's how, they, that, that's how they did it. And particularly now when people are coming together from all different parts of the world. There are ways that the litvish people pasken, there are ways the Polish and Hungarians, the ways the Taimanim, and that the Moroccans and Nigerians, they're all different. And if somebody saw their father and grandfather and great grandfather do things in a certain way, in rabbi school, you should learn, don't intervene. Don't change that, because that's in their blood, that's in their DNA. They understand and they believe it to that way. But if it's not Urgulumi if they just don't know, they're they're new to it, they just don't know, there you have to tell them. Very important point from the, from the Mordechai. And the Aruch brings the Bala, and he that way. These are all important principles. The last one is the, the Mogen Avron, because the Mogen Avron says something quite revolutionary. The Mogen Avron says, this is all if people are doing things out of ignorance. Whether it's ignorance and they're following their grandparents or they're not following their grandparents. It's written in the Torah or not. This whole discussion, says the Megan Avroam, is talking about the um, uh, about doing it out of ignorance. <laughs> but if people are doing it be they're doing it deliberately. They know what they're doing and they're doing it deliberately. <laughs> You've got to point it out to him until the person doing wrong gets gets mad at you, gets angry. Until then, you've got to point it out. Why? What's the point? They're doing it b'mezid. They know the law, and they're doing it. So what are you going to come and say to them? You know what you're doing is also. They'll say that's why I'm doing it. And of course, I know it's also. I'm not interested. I don't keep the Torah. I don't believe in the Torah. And you've got to tell him again. But you know that it's also. It's also. It's also. It's it's... Until he gets angry. What's that about? Why would the Morgan Avram say such a thing? And it was. Um, I, I learned the understanding of this Morgan Rabbeinu many, many years ago when I was in yeshiva, and I was walking in Me'er Shorim area, very, very late one night, and a car came past. And right next to me, standing at the road, waiting to cross the road, normally they're not cars, but we had to wait, he and I were the only people that we could see, it was like early hours of the morning, elderly man, car drove past, and he said, Shabbos, Shabbos. So I stopped him, and I said, who are you saying it to? I know it's Shabbos, and the car can't hear you that it's Shabbos, so who are you telling it's Shabbos? He said, me. I'm reminding myself that it's Shabbos that I should never get used to seeing cars driving on shelves. That's the Morgan Rome. When you see people doing something major, there's another reason to intervene. A rov or a religious person, a frum person or a leader, whoever, never get used to standards you can't change. Sometimes in life, you're in a situation where you can't change the standards. It's gone too far. Things are doing things, people are doing things, societies are doing things, communities are doing things which you know are wrong and they're doing it by maizid. they know it's wrong. And, and we've got all these rules of when you intervene and when you don't, says the Morgan Avron. but there are times when, even though everybody knows it's wrong, in fact, dafka because of that, you have to intervene, not for them, but for you, so that you never adjust yourself to standards that are not, are not acceptable just because everybody else is doing it. So part of Teichacha of is not just to correct the other person, Part of Tehokho is to make sure that you remain sound and clear in what's right and what's wrong, and that although you're allowing certain things around you, whether you're allowing it because it's Derab whether you're allowing it because it's not Mufurish in the Torah, whether you're allowing it because it's Minagav that's what they've always done. mutiv Shiyu shogegin. There are all sorts of reasons where as a leader you might stand back and say, I'm not going to intervene. But if it's done deliberately around you, says the mogan avrom And intervene, 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 not because you're going to change them, but because if you don't intervene, they will change you.